Jared, 2020 is over. Can you believe it? It has been a year. Let's just leave it at that. It's, it's been a year. I think one thing that unites everybody around the world is that we want to return to normal, that we want it to get back to at least better. I mean, this is a global thing. Everybody is is different and the world's changed. Of course, our business has changed, but so has the entire industry and virtually every other industry that I can think of. Can you think of one that hasn't? No, they, they've definitely all changed for the most part. Yeah. So last episode, we talked about why the costs are going to be going up in this year, 2021, as opposed to last year. And um, that's largely because of manufacturing, supply chains and stuff. But in this episode, I kind of want to recap what happened in 2020, uh, not just from a supply chain standpoint, because we've already talked about that, but talk about some of the changes that happened in Arenda, but in the pool business in general, and then give people a positive outlook. Because for 2021, with every new change comes opportunity. Every change is coupled with a new opportunity. You just have to know how to look for it. And and I want to stay as positive as possible. So uh, what do you think about that? Is that a good idea for an episode or am I wasting people's time? We are good to go. So let's recap uh, 2020 and what do we have to look forward to in 2021? All right. This is the Rule Your Pool podcast, episode 15, the 2020 year in review. Let's go. Welcome to Rule Your Pool, the podcast by Arenda that explains and simplifies pool chemistry so that anybody, regardless of experience, can understand it. I'm your host, Eric Knight, bringing clarity to these subjects so that you can bring clarity to your water. If you're ready to rule your pool, then let's go. Okay, so Jared, the beginning of 2020 actually opened with a lot of optimism. The economy was good. People were building pools. It did open with optimism, and we were right in getting into the thick of trade show season. But at Arenda, we had a major change mm-hmm. at the yes, end of did. 2019. So if, for all of you that maybe know or don't know, Monica Stamper Hall had been our employee for, man, Perhaps 10 years. Since the beginning, yeah, almost. Right? Since we started you know, our, our company, and she let us know at the end of 2019 that she was going to be taking more time to spend with family and basically going to, you know, stay at home. And uh, that was a huge, obviously, shock to us and required us to scramble a little bit. So we started 2020 with a a little bit of a hole um, with not knowing how we were going to fill the big shoes Monica, you know, left open. shoes. And and I I could speak because Monica was actually the first person I met from the Arenda family. That's how I was introduced to Arenda because she was working so hard and traveling the entire country. And, And honestly, since working for Arenda in four years, when I travel to new towns, it's like she's already been everywhere I've been. And I'm going to like obscure towns like off the map, uh, Valdosta, Georgia, Wichita, Kansas, little towns that are not necessarily big cities. And they're like, oh, no, no, some lady from uh, from Arenda came here about six years ago. You know, and it was always Monica. So she was mm-hmm. always leading the charge, getting the word out there. And so it's huge shoes to fill. Well, that and Monica was definitely a a awesome person to have at trade shows because she was always super high energy and just Mm -hmm. really interacted with people really well and got our message out there and was a good advocate of ours at these trade shows. So we were starting the season in a big deficit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that is, we cannot understate how important Monica's role is in, in for so long in this company, just building so many of the relationships and the culture of it. And it was definitely huge shoes to fill. And so Monica, if you're listening, 
We love you. We're so grateful for you. And we're happy that you're spending time with your family. It's the right thing for you and your family. But uh, yeah, the beginning of the year kind of hurt <laughs> because it, it was really a, okay, now what kind of situation. Yeah. So Monica was there. And like I said, we were getting into show season. And honestly, we were on the tail end, actually the last show of so show season when the, the pandemic, I guess, officially started, if you want to call it that. March but, 12th. Uh, we, yeah, we were we were at the at the place we rented in uh, Long Beach for the Western Pool and Spa show when it was canceled, and we were in LA and had to fly home, and we've been pretty much at home ever since. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember flying out there. That was the last trade show of the season. I flew out there uh, the night before the show and flew back. I wasn't even in LA for twelve hours. I went from Charlotte to LA and back to Charlotte in just under a day. It was. It was a whirlwind. Everything changed. It was so much uncertainty, and the airport was a ghost town. It was crazy. Well, it was a very uncertain time because during this, you know, same time frame, you know, March, this is when we hired our our new executive vice president of sales, Joe Swayze. And so that's the timing obviously couldn't have been better. And looking back at March, is like, oh man, we're going into a pandemic. We do not know what's going to happen to our industry. We don't know what's going to happen to a lot of things. And yeah. we, you know, we hired a new person. We lost, you know, Monica to stay home and just a lot of uncertain times ahead of us or, or so we thought. And it took, honestly, it took, you know, maybe a month and a half to kind of get a better grasp on how things were going to be mm-hmm. and it kind of turned from, you know, a little bit of anxiety and, you know, uneasy feelings to optimistic. Mm-hmm. And but it definitely changed the way we do things. Well, when it was it was panic, but I think I remember how I looked at it. It was like, oh, this is this is another one of those things like swine flu or avian flu or something like that. That is probably not really going to make a huge impact here in America. You know, that's that was the idea that we're just going to go business as usual. Obviously, that didn't happen. And as soon as I saw that airport in LAX, I realized this is no joke. Um, I, honestly, it was almost empty. And I think my flight had like 25 people on it, which was crazy from LAX to Charlotte. And um, I've, I've just, I'll, I'll never forget that. And so I realized right away, this is something akin to 2008, that there's the market began to tumble. And I thought, oh no, this year could be really, really bad for everybody. And like the housing crisis, when people lost their homes and they were losing everything because the whole system collapsed, I was afraid that, you know, there's much bigger issues, but in the pool business itself, particularly, um, if people can't pay their mortgages, they're not going to pay for pool service. They're they're going to close their pools, and it's going to be a really bad year. and And that was my fear in March. Well, and don't get me wrong that there are there was and there still are a lot of people, you know, still in, a, in an unfortunate circumstance and situation. So it's something we're definitely trying to work with and get beyond. And that's why everybody wants normal, if you want to call it that. But, you know, there are some things that happened this year that, you know, the silver lining, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, we had to spend time more at, at home with family and which was great. You know, I have three little kids and we spent more time than I could have imagined, in, you know, homeschooling for the last half of their school at the, you know, March to right. June. So yeah. that was great. But it changed the way that we as a company or as an industry, you know, made sales calls or interacted with customers or just 
really everything in general. Totally. Totally. This was a very travel heavy job, traveling the country every week, pretty much, and and seeing all sorts of towns. I mean, I loved it. Um, and, and for someone like Monica, she had been doing that for 10 years or so. And I understand needing a break. Well, that break happened in March. And suddenly we couldn't travel even if we wanted to. So all the travel trips that were already booked in March and April just got pushed off. And uh, I mean, I'm still sitting on flight credits from those. Thankfully, the, yep. the airlines were holding them. But uh, the, the whole industry changed. And so I want to talk a little bit about not just how our company changed, but how the industry changed. So let's talk about what happens when you can't see customers. We're talking trade shows are on hold for 2021, but it's not as common to go into backyards as much, especially if the homeowners are not welcoming of other people in their backyards because of COVID. Um, I haven't been traveling a fraction of what I was doing in 2019 and before. So how, how are we supposed to be communicating with not only homeowners, but with pool service professionals and builders? It's hard because, you know, I know for myself, I'm, I'm sitting here, I get a lot of my self-worth, if you want to call it that, out of, you know, meeting new customers and gaining their, their trust, honestly, and, you know, being partners with them and helping them. And that's a lot of face-to-face interaction and handholding and it's gratifying. Mm-hmm. And that really was hard to do because you can't go to your local distributor and, talk to the guys on the counter and see your customers in the field and go, you know, shake their hands or have lunch or whatever it may be. Granted, you can do it to an extent, but it definitely changes the way we have to go about, uh, you know, making the sales call or building the relationships because you don't know if somebody's comfortable or uncomfortable. So we kind of have to side with they're uncomfortable until we know they're not. And then we have to manage accordingly. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to consider. Well, virtual meetings like this don't replace a handshake, but on the silver lining side, right? On the positive side, you know, when we were traveling and training companies, it would be a really busy day if I could reach four or five companies. Say I flew to Southern California or something, that would take all day. You've got traffic in between, you've got time with these people. Now doing hour-long sessions virtually, I'm able to do six or seven a day consistently without having to travel. And so it takes a toll on your body. It's you know no more jet lag. I'm at home. I can eat normally. And so I actually got healthier in 2020. So I'm blessed in that regard. But it's just so weird. It's different. But I think we reached more people in 2020. And let's talk about some of the things that we launched as a company because of the opportunities that this shutdown actually created. Because before with travel, there's only so much you can do. In my mind, there's there's two or three aspects that really change. Number one, bringing Joe on dramatically reduced my time commitment in the field because he came in as a sales manager and took that away uh, in a great direction so that I could focus more on research and creating content. And I think we created a lot of content in 2020. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Absolutely. And it's, it gave us the time to do it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It gave us the time. It's not that we wouldn't have eventually gotten around to it, but now we were able to get into workflow and get things done. Look at this podcast. We launched this podcast in 2020. We had time to do it. I mean, we had talked about it for years, right? But we're like, we, we just don't have the time. But now we actually have the time. And this is another medium to get information out to customers. And the other thing is, we launched the Four Pillars Academy 
and have been able to put in work for future academies that we hope to launch this year in 2021. Yeah, no, and that's those are all things that required us required us to pivot and mm-hmm. be more flexible to our audience. When we can't make that sales call in person, we can offer them education and hold their hand, mm-hmm. you know, while we're not there. And obviously, if you're listening here, we love doing online trainings and webinars and Zoom calls. So this is definitely something we're not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you do want to do that, just go to our website and click the link where it says schedule a webinar or a training, mm-hmm. happy to do it. Yeah. And you can do that and you can do it in the in the signatures of our emails or you can do it right from the app actually. And what's great is even if we are traveling, we can find time from the hotel to actually hop on a Zoom call and still get that done. And, and that's been a game changer for us. It, it's just reaching so many more people. So let's now look at the positive sides of these changes as it pertains to looking forward to 2021. We know there's going to be a chlorine shortage. We discussed that in the last episode. I look at this as saying, hey, yeah, it hurts now, but it's actually going to be kind of like shedding an exoskeleton so you can grow into being a better pool owner or a better pool operator. This is a perfect opportunity that forces change to find an alternative way to chlorinate pools. Yes, breaking, breaking bad habits. Yeah, breaking bad habits. That's a good way of saying it. How do we stop the epidemic of overstabilization in these pools. It's a nationwide problem. And now that this chlorine is trichlor is going to be so short, now it's an opportunity to think differently. What is your regiment going to be for a non-stabilized chlorine pool? And so there's a lot of options in that, but you have to be thinking about that now if you're a pool service company that has a seasonal business. If you are not in a seasonal business like Phoenix, Southern California, Houston, and you've you're still servicing all year, all right, you're probably already feeling that now. But for the seasonal people, they haven't had to buy chlorine yet. So now is the time to think and plan ahead. Get in touch with these homeowners. Get in touch with people that have pools and say, look, these trichlor tabs, these pucks that are put in every week, they're not going to be as available. They're more than double the price and they're rarer and harder to get. So the price is only going up. What now? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's definitely going to take some coordination and planning. And just to be clear, we don't have all the answers when it comes to this. We're just trying to get you to start thinking about, you know, what you can do or how to tackle this situation. You know, it's like we preach, you know, be proactive. There's no sense in sitting back and just throwing more stuff at the problems. Mm -hmm. We want to be proactive when it comes to managing and dealing with uh, any problem in our industry, honestly. So um, there's tons of things that we could cover, which I think we have in the past and We'll go from there, but yeah, we need to cover how we can tackle these things that come about, mm-hmm. but we don't have all the answers. Well, of course, and we got to turn and face the strange, right? As David Bowie would say, we got ch-ch-changes that are still coming through. It was a dumb joke, but I'm, I, I, I have no regrets. <laughs> I have no regrets. Um, so let's look at 2021 and wrap this up with some things that Arenda's doing to walk with you along this journey. We are... Going to be with you in 2021, we're going to be doing the best to be the best stewards of information, distill all the noise and make sure that the information that we publish and we talk about is fact-checked by chemists and double-checked in the field. Make sure what we're saying is absolutely accurate so that you get the closest, best information you can that's most relevant to you. So in that regard, in 2021, 
Go Did ahead, I Jared. mention the three kids earlier? Because y'all are about to hear all three of them. Oh yeah, I think we had right? we had a cat on a previous episode, and yeah. now we have three kids again. Hey, so. family life, man. People can appreciate it, and of course, family those life. Of you just- <laughs> yeah, family business. I'm sorry if you don't like the family part of this. I don't know what to say. I think the cat made the episode really good, but uh, we'll ra- <laughs> we'll wrap this up because I can already hear the kids rummaging around. And you know what? For people listening, you can appreciate this if you have a family. This is part of what it's like now, and. Uh, I don't hate it. It's funny for me to watch you go through yeah, it. Your face is, is priceless. Just data three, just seeing the kids run by the window like we're about to have a hurricane run through here in two minutes. Oh. And here we are. There he is. All right. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. In 2021 from Arenda, we are committed to do the following. We are going to continue doing research and publishing topics that you request. But we need your help. If you have something, you have questions that have not been answered in our blog or in our videos, reach out to us. Please tell us, hey, please write about this. What is this problem? And that gives us direction to research what is needed. What What do you need to know? Uh, I know there's a lot of topics on our list, things like fiberglass pools, above ground pools, vinyl liners, so many topics to cover. You can help us prioritize where we should put our research efforts in. We are also launching the Startup Academy. That'll be our third academy program. It focuses on filling a new plaster type finish startup, whether that's Pebble, Quartz, Gunite, whatever. Um, If you are doing startups, that academy is just about startups and not much else. And that's going to be something that, because we get so many questions on our startup process. We've even done two episodes on it in this podcast. That academy is going to exhaust all the questions that we know of, and we can always add to it later. So I would that's figure the second that's, thing. that's that's going to be roughly I don't know off the top of my head probably six to eight videos and quizzes and tests that go with it. So okay, that's the that's the amount we're kind of looking at right now. Right, and and that's a it sounds like oh six to eight videos not that much. That's like half a year worth of work. I mean, it's a huge well, not just endeavor. that they're not short videos either. Some yeah. of them are nine minutes long. So right, and and that pales in comparison to the next thing that we're going to be working on in twenty one. No promises if we publish it in twenty one because again it's a huge huge undertaking, but commercial academy. We want to make an Arenda Academy specifically for commercial pool operators, um, which is a very different type of operation compared to residential pools. So, you know, a commercial pool, they have health codes that they have to stick to and they have automation and much bigger filters. They've got much bigger plumbing. That is going to be worked on this year. We hope to launch it by the end of the year, but we're not exactly sure. Sure. But I know you're nervous because you know how much work that is. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. Man, we just thought the other academies that we did was a daunting task. Because don't get me wrong, it was. It was. This one's, this one's a lot. A this, lot. Is a, this is a bear. <laughs> and I've, I've been scripting the drafts for the last four months to give you an idea. Now, granted, not every single day because we have other things going on. But it is commercial academy is a huge undertaking. But we're investing that time and effort to serve the aquatics industry because you know the textbooks are fine, but not everybody learns very well from a textbook. And we hope that we can create a more virtual um, interactive learning experience to help reinforce. And it's not meant to replace like the AFO or the CPO. It's made to supplement it and visually show you what we're talking about when we say a controller probe or a pH probe or ORP. We want to show you what that actually looks like. And um, Finally, we're, we're also going to be working on improvements to the app. We kind of always have, but we're not necessarily doing major improvements in 21, but we're looking in that direction of what we can do and what we can add to it. We just want the experience to be seamless 
and simple because the app grew in a huge way in 2020. Homeowners started using it. And that's very exciting to us that people are starting to take their water chemistry into their own hands. So if you don't have the app, it's just called Orenda, O-R-E-N-D-A. It's totally free in the Google Play Store and Apple Store. Uh, get that app if you don't have it. And it's a dosing calculator. It does all the math for you. So we're gonna continue improving that, continue creating good content that is fact-checked before it's published. And um, I think that's it, Jared. Am I missing anything? Um, we obviously hired a new West Coast sales manager in Catherine oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We, That's right. We haven't gotten to December yet because this is the, re the year in review. We kind of stopped in March and got lost in COVID. So yes, Catherine. Yeah. So we got Catherine coming on board. She'll be hopefully out in the marketplace when things get back to normal. But I, honestly, I don't see that happening until, you know, cross your fingers, June, July. <laughs> uh, no, but up? who knows? Who knows, honestly? But uh, she's she's going to support us on the West Coast and continue, you know, representing us the, the way she represents herself, which is great. Um, as far as other things going on, you know, that we can look forward to in 2021 is hopefully just touching more of our customers, you know, on this this format right here, you know. Webinars, Zoom calls, phone calls. I get so many phone calls and so many emails that I'm just absolutely happy to take the time and answer any questions and thoroughly answer them. So that's that's our goal here. And I think that's Hi, our cue with your uh, your young kids in there. But uh, thank you for joining me on this, Jared. And I know we've been on almost every episode. Joe filled in for you twice, but we do look forward to uh, 2021. And uh, thank you for all being there with us. So anyway, yes. I'm Eric Knight Thank with Arenda. That's Jared and his family. This has been episode 15 of the Rule Your Pool podcast. Thanks for sticking with us and uh, have a very happy new year. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rule Your Pool, a podcast by Arenda Technologies. For more information on what we discussed in this week's episode, check the links in the description or visit www.arendatech.com. I hope you find this show valuable enough that you tap that subscribe button and share it with your friends. You can also like us on Facebook and social media. And with our help, you'll be able to rule your pool without over-treating it with chemicals and wasting money. I'll see you next episode.